Hi, everyone. Welcome Hello. to this week's Padilla in the Know. I am so excited to have Alicia here with us. Hi, everyone. Um, all the way in from Tampa. So, um, Alicia, you have, you're so young and yet you've done so much. It's like, it's crazy. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you've been working on and what you're doing now and just kind of help fill in with everyone who you are. Yeah, no problem. So I have a digital marketing company and as she mentioned, I live in Tampa. So we are based out in Tampa, Florida. And, um, but I'm so happy to be here. I love LA. I love LA so much. Um, but what we do in Tampa is we are a, you know, we used to say we were a full service digital marketing company, but now we've come down and kind of just specialize in a few different areas of the things that we're really good at. And so that being said, we are website design, SEO, and videography. Um, and we started off, you know, we're about two years old come this August. Um, we started off, you know, with, with mom and pop shops. And now we're very thankful that we're kind of growing a little bit. And now we're working with medium-sized businesses. And we just hope to keep scaling and keep growing and um, work with big names. So it's kind of what we're hoping to do. But um, we're very thankful for our journey. And um, especially being young, you know, I'm very young, I'm 23 and my business partner is as well. And everybody on our team is around that age. We do have some people that are a little bit older, um, but definitely very dynamic and it's, it's been a ride. Cool. Well, I'm so grateful that you took the time to come and speak with us. Yes, and of we are going to be talking about all things SEO today. So I think SEO is, the part of the puzzle that a lot of people tend to overlook when they're creating digital video because mm -hmm. it's not front of mind. Mm -hmm. And SEO is also the part of the puzzle that can help grow, help, help grow your business, yeah. but also unlock the combination that's going to work for you guys, you know, that's going to make video really impactful for your company mm -hmm. and understanding that SEO, understanding how it works and understanding how to metabolize that information, mm -hmm. I think is really critical when you're ideating content mm -hmm. for your brand. Yeah. So I want to jump right in. Yeah. And I think the first thing where we should start is for you to explain what is SEO? Yes. And why is it so important for our brand success and kind of like just a quick one, like top line layer you of what that is. <laughs> of course, of course. So SEO stands for um, search engine optimization. And really think about it. I mean, it's as simple as when you type in Google, you know, a pizza place near me, what comes up first? Yeah. And that's what SEO is. Anything that's organic. There's also PPC, which are the paid ads, and people often get confused and think that that's SEO. SEO is just organic. It's in the name. Um, PPC is uh, SEM, which is search engine marketing. Specifically, that's paid, but SEO is organic. Um, so, but anyway, so this is done through like the back end of a website. You know, this has to be done through a lot of research. It isn't, you know, we're just putting in, it's done through keyword research. And it isn't, you know, well, we're a pizza place, so we're just going to write pizza. Pizza's the best. You know, there's, you got to see what people are searching for in the area, right. what type of pizza. Um, and obviously, the more complex your business is, the more you have to think about it. And the last thing I'll say, just on a high level, is it's truly the psychology of your customer. Um, you have to literally put your shoes in your customer's feet and think, what are they going to be searching to find me? And that's what you need to be putting in your website. And one thing that's important is, do they know of your product yet, or do you have to tell them about this product? Yeah, and I think that is actually a really great kind of thing to highlight is when you are new and you are trying to get your foot in the door, mm -hmm. what are some things that you can do with your SEO to sort of help you get that foot in the door? Yeah, so the first thing is really just knowing your market and knowing your people and knowing which type of 
performance for SEO is going to be the best, like you just mentioned video. You know, YouTube is the second most searchable search engine out there, and people are searching for solutions on YouTube. So if you're, if you're a service or you offer some solution, there's no reason why you can't be using video and, um, using YouTube. Um, if your people are more readers, you know, blogging, um, you really have to figure out who your market is and what they're going to be doing in order to figure out which search engine and which strategy to really, you're going to want to capitalize on. But especially in the beginning, I don't think it's a bad idea to kind of play with them all and then see what works out best. Yeah. Like where you're getting more of a return. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So what are some common mistakes that you see with businesses misunderstanding SEO, misunderstanding how to apply it to Mm -hmm. their business and misinterpreting those numbers? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say like one of the biggest issues is people just think that, you know, you just flood your website with keywords and that's all it is, is the keywords. And they often think that they already know the keywords. Um, and it's great that you know your business and your industry and you're, you're um, passionate and strong about your knowledge of it. But it's really, there's so many different ways people can be finding you. Yeah. Um, and to not be so naive with what that terminology can be and actually go out there and induce the research. Um, and I think one of, that's some of the big issues. And then also another issue I think is that people believe that their website is optimized because maybe, you know, they are a step further and they paid someone to do it or they have a yeah. friend that did it and it comes to me and it's not optimized at all. Um, so I would say those are kind of like the two biggest things that I see. Um, people getting confused with. And I think just to clarify for everyone who's listening mm-hmm. or, or watching, um, what does it mean when you optimize your website for SEO? Yes. So there's a, there's a lot of things that go into it, but on like a, a quick level is one thing, like I said, the research, but to actually go in the back end, you have your title of each page, you have your meta description that needs to be done, your permalinks, which kind of if, is your slug. And this is a lot of terminology, but Every single website builder, almost every single one has, you know, an SEO section. Um, and, but the best one out there is WordPress. They're, they're SEO Yoast. This breaks it out very easy, especially for the beginner, where they, then they actually grade you too, where they say, hey, you're in the green. You know, this is what you need to do to fix it. It makes it very simple. But making sure your meta description's done, your title, and then what's your on page, which is your H1 headers, uh, as well as your alt tags. And you could, what alt tags actually have to do with your images. So making sure that you're actually optimizing your images too, because people can find you through Google search images. Yeah. So. Totally. Totally. I know that was a lot. No, it's not. <laughs> I think this is such great information um, because there is, like, I know from a video perspective, we actually optimize video. Video, yeah. And we go through and do that, too. So that's, like, a whole nother layer. That should be a conversation, yeah. like, a different interview. Yeah. But And there's a few other layers, too, to SEO, too. Yeah. But I think just, like, as a good top line, this is, like, a great starting point. Mm-hmm. So how does developing your SEO help you create a better return on your investment when you are creating content and you are putting things out and you are publishing. Yes, perfect. So it's really because, I, like I said, it's a psychology and it's really understanding yeah. your customer and understanding the world and what they're searching. Um, so how it, you know, how you can see the ROI is you're knowing more about your customer. You're understanding more of their day-to-day lives and how they'll be finding you. And because of that, you can create content that's only building your credibility for whatever industry it is, which yeah. is huge because, you know, people are going to purchase purchase something from you or buy a product from you because they trust you. Um, so it also builds that worth of trust if you keep on giving out resources to them, um, organic free resources for them to, to keep following you or find you, keep following you, yeah. and then end up, you know, uh, actually purchasing. Totally. So I, it's a long-term strategy because, you know, if I told you today that, 
you know, I'm, 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 um, I'm a master in videography, right? And I'm no master. That's my company. I do the other side. But I'm a master in <laughs> you're videography. Like, you're like, that's a lie. Don't, yeah. don't tell anyone, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah, not true. But if I told you I'm a master in videography and I can change the videography world, um, you know, you're not going to, if for people that know me, you're going to be like, yeah, Alicia, you can't, even, you can't even work a camera right now. You can't even work the one on your phone. So it would take me a while to build that trust and credibility, right? Um, and it's the same thing with your business. You can't expect that you're the expert, and just because you are the expert, everybody knows that. You have to prove it, and organic is the best way to do it, especially at, at, in the beginning. Yeah, and I particularly feel like in the digital space because there's a lot of misinformation going around, for and there's sure. also a lot of regurgitating what you've heard versus having gone through the fire and being able to speak about it from experience and from knowing it in your bones versus just, oh, I read this on a blog or I heard this at a conference or whatever. Yeah. So I think being able to show over and over again in a lot of different situations and with a lot of different styles of conversation that you are the expert in your field mm -hmm. helps people, helps drive business ultimately For to sure. your company. Completely agree. Yeah. So what are the three most important metrics for a business to track and why do you feel like those metrics are so important? Yeah. So definitely you want to have Google Analytics. Google Analytics is pretty much free. You embed it in the back of your website. It's not hard. Look at, read a blog on how to do it. Take you two seconds. But Google Analytics is going to be your resource. And what you're going to want to look in there is um, once you get it going after a month, a month is a good time to start seeing some data on your website. Um, but see what pages people are landing on. The organic, you know, how many people are coming to organically, that's going to be huge. As well as um, what's really important is how long are they on the page and what's their behavior um, throughout your website to kind of figure out, okay, well, this is the content they're going to. You know, they want to know how to create a video um, for sp the sports industry. Well, this is where people are finding me. Let's start pushing out more content that has to do with um, video and sports and yep. athletics. Yep. Um, and you could have kind of figure out that way to help grow your, your, your organic reach. Um, so that is going to be huge. There's other tools out there too that I'll mention, Hrefs and SEM Rush. I think those are awesome. If you're a local business, um, making sure Moz Local that all of your, um, this is for Moz Local helps you figure out that your address and your phone number is the same throughout all the different platforms as in Google, as in Yelp, um, any other listings that you're on, because if not, that also hurts you. And especially for local, you want to make sure that that's all lined up. So that tool is yeah. great as well. Cool. That's perfect. And so if you're an emerging business or a brand and there's, I feel like analytics, analytics in particular can be really overwhelming and yeah. it's like you have the rest of your business to run and yeah, it's like, oh yeah. my God, now this too. So it's difficult when you're starting to also onboard a team just yeah. to sort of delegate that too. Yeah. So what's a good starting place for you to start looking at the analytics, starting to understand those analytics and starting to be able to employ some basic strategy until you are in a position to bring on a team or hire people who can help you do it better. Yep. So a little repetitive right here, but 100% you got to have the Google Analytics to actually track yeah. anything. Um, you have to look into it, be comfortable with it. If it's your business and you're not an SEO person, you should still know this. I mean, my business partner, he's not a data person at all. He's the creative, so he handles the video that I can't do. Um, but he still looks into this because it's important. It's important for him to see what's going on and really just diving in there and looking at the demographics of people that are coming. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be huge because you want to make sure that with your content that you are targeting the right people, the right age group, um, and make sure that people are 
are, you know, understanding your content and making some type of action. And if not, you know, uh, do you need to change your verbiage? Um, you know, it can be really simple. And I think people, you know, it is a hard thing to really master. Um, but I think at the beginning, I, people get so caught up in understanding all of it. Um, when really, if you just understand the basics of just Google Analytics and just being in the back end of it and just looking at the acquisitions and what where people are going, it's pretty cut cut and dry. Yeah. Um it's 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 really easy to figure out and it'll probably take you about no more than two hours to, to thoroughly understand it and then be good on your own. Well and I think being able to see those trends unfold mm-hmm. and having a little bit of faith in your gut and being able to take a risk and yeah. try something. And yeah. hey, the sports video did really well. A lot of people were really interested in it. Maybe we move that to the landing page for a minute and see what that does and try it for a couple of weeks. Look at the numbers again. It didn't move the needle. Okay, cool. Like we'll try something else. You know, and like Perfect. don't think of it as like yeah. getting an F on a test. You yeah, know, like yeah. it's gonna change, it's gonna evolve yeah. and you kinda need to be able to roll with it. But the only way to be able to roll with it is to be able to look at it kind of big picture Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, this is trending up or, oh, this is not doing anything or, oh, this is kind of trending down. Maybe let's like brainstorm some ideas to test something out because I think part of the overwhelm is that you feel like it's this code that you have to crack and you have to get it right and it always has to be going up and no growth in anything is a straight up line. Never. So it's being okay with there being some movement and some change and trying some things out and maybe that isn't going to work, but maybe this did. And and I like that too because, you know, this is really good because it teaches you things. And if you're just, you know, staying in one position, that means you're not doing anything at all. Um, you know, obviously if you're going up, that's great, but to, like she said, that's, that's very unlikely and hard. Um, and this is even with successful businesses that do SEO and oh, yeah. you have to take that risk and try something. And if it doesn't work, then okay, great. We're going to change it and go back to maybe what we were doing before. Or now we have a better idea. Yeah. So totally. totally. Yeah. And I think it's good too, to kind of look at it quarterly and compare big picture, yeah. like quarterly moments yeah. so that you can get a bigger feel for that overall trend. Because when you're looking at it and it's constant and you're watching the micro movement of the yeah. data, it can, you can get really consumed with yeah. it. And like, oh my God, this post did really well or like, yeah. oh, this did terribly or whatever. And it's sometimes better just with analytics in particular to take a step back. Yeah. And but, just let things happen uh-huh. before you make assumptions and act because yeah. that can be bad too because then you're constantly changing. You never know if it, your results are what you're doing or you're never going to see the true yeah. results of what you're doing. Well, and it's something that keeps coming up in a lot of these conversations yeah. that we have in this interview series is that it's important to take a position with your brand, take yeah. a moment and let that play out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Internet is great that way. It's a lot of shiny object syndrome. So yeah. if it's not going in your favor, people are going to be distracted and yeah. they're going to kind of peace out. But it, you know if it moved the needle for you, mm-hmm. okay, cool, I need to come up with more ideas and more things to do in that vein or in that way yeah. because they seem to get a really great response from it. Yeah. And with that, too, what I really love is, you know, you have to be consistent with it for a little bit in order to, to see the results. Just yeah. like, you know, I'm going to go back. If I told you I was the best videographer in the world, it's going to take some time for you to to adapt to that and agree with it. So especially if you're just starting out and launching something, same thing. You're going to have to try something for a little bit longer of a time than the average to actually get that that pull on that attraction and to actually understand how that traction is actually moving. Yeah. And I think that's key too, is understanding it and understanding the traction around it Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you aren't a larger established company that has like a marketing machine behind Mm -hmm. everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. and this like huge like PR effort of multiple people Mm -hmm. pumping information out, like we're doing this now, we're doing that, Mm -hmm. we're doing, you know, it's, it takes a little bit longer for Mm -hmm. things to get some traction. It takes a little bit longer for there to be that movement. And I think 
using the SEO as a way, another tool of looking at that and being like, wow, we're getting great engagement for that. My community is really responding mm-hmm. to that. This seems to be a point that's really important to them mm-hmm. and then start dissecting that movement that mm-hmm. you're in, that you want mm-hmm. and starting to understand like, oh, they're really you know, politically engaged yeah. or they're really motivated by environmental issues or yeah. they're really motivated by every time I publish something that looks like a dreamy beach vibe, you know, it's like starting to really understand your community and using these numbers as a way to kind of paint a picture of the people who are in your community Mm -hmm. and not necessarily just doing it from a place inside your head. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that kind of goes back to is, you know, be open-minded and don't, I wouldn't, I would try to stay away from thinking that you know the industry fully because then you're just going to limit yourself and um, all the other different angles and opportunities you can be reaching people. Well, I also think knowing that having all these different platforms and channels to publish your content mm-hmm. and to use your voice and build your community is just that. Mm-hmm. You should be building a community and a community needs diversity. So mm-hmm. not everyone who is on Instagram is going to follow you on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and not everyone who's a part of your community on LinkedIn is going to be with you over on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like in some of it's going to cross over, but you want an opportunity to reach different people in different facets and have slightly different conversations with them, mm-hmm. but from the same anchored place. Mm-hmm. And I, I think agree. the SEO allows you to create that voice and persona. Yeah. It, it almost acts like a map that yep. way, you know, like you're trying to get from point A to point B and the SEO is like, it's like ways, yep. you know, you think you just want to be on the freeway, but really there was an accident and you want to be on the freeway today. Yeah. And ways is taking you this like slightly convoluted route. Yeah. And you may not fully understand every. We're connected to the Wi-Fi. Okay, okay, I think we're back. Sorry about the disconnection for the Wi-Fi. All right, so um, what are some of the resources that you recommend to your clients to help them keep tabs on their analytics? Yep, yep. So um, one thing is really just trying to learn and understand it. And one thing, obviously, there's so many blogs out there I'd recommend you to read. Um, Ahrefs has a great um, a blogging um, blogs on their website that kind of teach you the ins and outs of that. So that's something I would definitely want to make sure that you're doing. LinkedIn Learning is also a great spot to use. You can get do it for free for a month and listen exactly to the things that you're trying to do. Um, the beginner stuff, they really dumb it down for you um, to make sure that you know you understand from not knowing anything at all. Um, so I think it's important to, to invest your time into those things to really get the, to maximize your return. Um, so those are just like the two different things that I would do to stay and really understand it and learn. Um, and if you use LinkedIn Learning, it is free for a month, um, and you won't—it won't take you more than a month to understand what you need to uh, to just get by. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's so many great podcasts. There's so much oh great information out there today, and I think it's really just taking the time to listen. It's taking yeah. the time to learn, and I think think of it almost like you're getting a free college course in it. Yeah. So take some notes, and yeah. if you have questions, reach out to experts. Yeah. DM someone if you don't understand something, and and that's really important too. Is seeing if you can find, you know, just type a mentor, someone yeah. that can guide you. Um, there's so many great people out there that are very experienced, that's willing to help. Actually, with my company too, we, my SEO strategist, um, I hired a mentor for her, so she has someone above me to help her and guide her and grow. So, so great. I think it's just important, especially if it's going to positively impact your business, make the investment. Make the yeah. investment to know it until you can get an expert running the show for you. And two, when you go find an expert, you want to make sure that they actually know their stuff. So you want to have some understanding of what X is. And you want to be able to have a conversation with them. Yeah. Because you don't want to just blindly trust them. I mean, not that you wouldn't want to trust yeah, them. Obviously, yeah. you hired them. 
But there's, you want to make sure that you're able to have a conversation with them so that as the company grows and evolves, you guys are all on the same page yeah. and you're able to make better informed decisions because you understand the information that they're telling you. Yeah. Because if you don't understand any of it, then you're then, just like, okay, good. And you're losing money and right. you know, you're not getting the bank for your buck for your investment in SEO. Yeah. And your time. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of time when a mistake is made to mm -hmm. go back and correct that. So yeah. at least like be aware so that you can kind of see the red flags. And, and I see that. And that's what I, one of the things I think I slightly mentioned before. I see it so often. People come to us and they're like, oh, you know, I, I paid my, S, my, op, my website's optimized. And their meta description isn't filled out. And I know I didn't explain what meta description is, but basically when you go into Google and you type something in, first you see like the, the name of the company, which is the title. Um, you see the URL, so www. And then you see this description. That description is meta description. And one quick thing on how to know if yours is actually filled out is if there is a full sentence in there and it's not a runoff, most likely you're in the clear. But if it's a running off sentence, what it's actually doing is pulling uh, the words from the first page of your website or somewhere on your uh, website. And just like pasting them in. And it just pastes yeah. and it dot, dot, dots it out. Um, so that's kind of just high level um, how to know if your website's possibly not optimized like you might have thought. Yeah, totally. So I know that we're a little bit pressed for time today, so we're going to yeah. breeze through the last okay. two questions. We got it. So um, the next one is tell me a little bit about some of your ethos on what makes successful overall dig digital strategy because I feel like there's a lot more that goes into it than people maybe think at first glance. Mm -hmm. But then I also feel like the flip side of that is they get super overwhelmed because they feel yep. like there are a million things that they don't understand. Yeah. So if you had to just kind of focus on the top line, what is that top line? Yep. So first thing, and I know I've said it, but you really got to know your customers. You got to know yep. where they're at in order to figure out what's going to be important for you, what platforms to use and what's going to be important. Um, 100%, I would say basics, you know, have, have a website, have somewhere where your information is stored, where people can go and make sure that you are credible. It don't get caught up in it being this super fancy thing from the get-go. Just get something out there that represents your brand as best as you can get it um, and has the verbiage that explains really who you are and what makes you different. Um, you know, and the second thing, if your people are really big on social media, and regardless, I think social media, there's a place for everybody in social media now. Yeah. Um, you know, no matter what age, we all know young people are on it. Um, older people are flooding Facebook. So um, and in between is, you know, they're on all the different platforms. So really understanding your industry and then making some strategy and brand awareness on those platforms. Um, and, you know, posting, you know, and it, people get caught up in two. Oh my God, how many times do I post a day? You know, what, what time? Yeah, what time? Gary V said this, this right. person said this. Um, I think just do what you think is what best for your, for your clientele. I think every business is different. Some people definitely need to post every day and some people maybe just need to wait. I think quality over quantity. Um, and anything that you push out has got to be as, as best as you can make it because at the end of the day, it's it's basically your online store. It's your online, um, whether you're selling something or whether you're not, it's your online image. Um, and that breaks every, every, matters over anything anymore. Oh, 100%. And I think when you're starting out, you know, it's, you feel like you're always in competition and yeah. you feel like, oh my God, this person posts three times a day, every day and la la la. And sometimes three or four really well crafted, well thought out, powerful post is going to get you a lot further than like five or seven, yeah. you know, rushed half-assed yeah. <laughs> post because you felt this compelling need to just get it out the door, just get something done, yeah. you know, and you're right. Like, quality over quantity, yeah. especially in a 
the digital space is so saturated. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways to cut through is quality yeah, and really being thoughtful and being pragmatic about what you're doing and not just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, no, completely agree, completely agree. And I think that, um, you know, whatever it is your business represents, make sure that you're holding yourself to that um, spectrum. And, you know, as you get, as you're able to grow and get people and a team to help you assist with that, um, you know, really is your job and your reflection to keep that bar high or bar wherever it's supposed to be. Um, and to just not throw stuff out there, just throw it out there either. So, um, that's what I would say, you know, have some simple website that explains what you do regardless of what industry, whether it's just a one pager or something, um, and then figure out, okay, well, how can I start reaching my people? Is it YouTube? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Facebook? And then start there. Totally. And I know from a visual perspective and just from working with so many brands over such a long period of time, simple and clean is sometimes the absolute best. The more cluttered and things and whatever going on on the website, the more it turns people off. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're starting out, you feel like you want to have this elaborate thing. And sometimes you just need to be really pretty and clean and easy on the eyes. Yep. And and two, for SEO too, it's important to make sure that there's not too much stuff going on because if there's too much stuff going on and you have great social media, right? And you're attracting people to your website, but they get there and they don't know what to do because there's too much then you're going to be missing out on people organically and they're just going to bounce right out. And that's yeah. actually called your bounce rate, which is also something to, to really look at as well. Um, so sometimes, like you said, clean straight to the point, uh, could get you a lot further. Yeah. Um, and then grow as you, as grow your website as you grow. Yeah, you know? exactly. It makes total sense. So. At Padilla, we focus a lot on a 360 approach to content creation. Mm -hmm. So we really want to make sure that we are in concert with your marketing efforts Mm -hmm. and with those pushes coming up and with your quarterly goals. And we're telling the story of your brand in real time as those evolutions are Mm -hmm. happening and doing it from a visual storytelling place. And I know that SEO is such an important part Mm -hmm. of that story and telling that story and being able to craft the words the way that the brand needs them crafted. Mm Um, I would love to know a little bit more about why you feel SEO and those sort of analytics are such the key player to growing your brand in the digital space, particularly in light of how quickly everything changes in digital. For sure, for sure. I think and it's, it is a great question to ask. I think it's a great way to understand how your customer or potential customer works behind the scenes, you know, because a website and how they're finding you is all done throughout their own brain, right? Yeah. And I think there's no better way to understand your customer than through SEO and the analytics through it, because now you understand what what they're really wanting out of you, what information they want to know more of, um, and kind of seeing, you know, how to start targeting them more. What what type of content are they really enjoying? Um, and I think to, to really grow, SEO is important within this 360 strategy because it really gives that psychology understanding because you're, you really get to see like what they're doing behind the scenes in their own home, um, which is probably where they're going to find you. So um, it's important to make sure how they're understanding and digesting your content just on your website to further push out that content on social media where you know their eyes are already. Yeah. Totally. So, and they, that's how it kind of circles back and goes hand in hand with website, uh, you know, social media, SEO, it's just a big circle. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think, you know, being able to communicate with your consumer mm-hmm. and with your community in all of those different languages yeah. is really important. But I, you know, like we've touched on throughout the interview, 
you don't have to do it all perfectly from the get go. No. And it's a learning process. Yeah. And it changes and evolves and it's going to change and evolve and it's fine. Yeah. And I think just picking a starting point can sometimes alleviate some of the confusion around it. For sure. And being able to go in there and see those analytics too um, and watch it go like this helps you evolve. And yep. if you're ignoring it and not really watching it, then how are you going to know, you know what people are searching for within the industry that you're in now uh, to change your content to make sure that people still keep finding you? You know, so um, it's it's a huge indicator that um, it's definitely not lagging. People say that SEO is isn't as important anymore, but people Google's still the biggest search engine. YouTube is following, and um, you know, think about how think of, think in your daily life how many times you re- go to Google, right? So um, I think it's highly important, and, and you really get to know who your customers are. A hundred percent, and I mean, I think. People say it's not as important mm-hmm. because it's confusing. <laughs> they yeah, don't want to yeah, have yeah. to deal with it. And it's not visual. But and it's, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not numbers. visual. It's numbers. And it's not like visual. charts. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not like flashy and like yeah. cool and vibey and whatever. It's and like. You can't really trend, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you could get it up to the top, but, and you could have people, you know, redo your blog, but it's not like a video where people can, are constantly sharing it. And, right. You know, it's yeah. behind the scenes. So I think that's also something to do with it, but. Um, I would not miss um, under or over under underestimate it. Excuse me, um, because there's so much opportunity you could be missing out on it 100%. without watching it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it just makes all the other efforts that you're putting in mm-hmm. into the company and into your business so much more powerful and mm-hmm. potent mm-hmm. when you have that information backing up your decisions. Agreed. Agreed. So, and you know, data can can make or break you. So, yeah, I would. And it's not that as scary as you think it is. And once you get there, you can hire someone that that can assist. But I think that anybody can really just go in there and and um, figure it out for sure. Well, is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to bring up? I don't think so at the moment. Um, you know, I just say 100% any business owner, don't be afraid of it. Get your Google Analytics today. Um, I, this is not a sales pitch. I don't belong <laughs> to Google. But um, just really because I just want, I, I just know how important it is to, to really understand it. And, you know, anybody can figure this out, whether what industry you're in and, yeah. and get in the back end of your website. And feel free to DM me too if, if you and have where, any issues. Where can everyone find you and reach you and follow along? Yes. Yeah, so the best way to to follow along with my journey is my Instagram account, which is Alicia Waldner, A-L-I-C-I-A-W-A-L-D-N-E-R. And you can follow that. Then in there, I have my company, Adventure Marketing. So you can follow that account as well. But feel free to DM me with any questions, you know, that I, that you may have. I'm, I'm an open book. I want to help. I want to see you grow and, um, learn. So yeah. Love that. Well, I am so grateful that you were able to join us today. This is such a treat. I learned so much and can't wait for you to come back to town because we are definitely going to continue this conversation. I think there's just a wealth of information and it's so important and it is so much. There's so much and it can help you so much and it's, yeah, it's really important. So if I have another excuse, come to LA, I mean, mean, why not? Let's do it. (laughs) I'm so into it. Thank you again so much for joining us and you guys, thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you guys join us and we will see you next week. Yep. Have a good week guys. Bye. Bye.